Blog Talk Radio. As the 21st century began, human evolution was at a turning point. Natural selection, the process by which the strongest, the smartest, the fastest reproduced in greater numbers than the rest, a process... But we are making a stand and we're waking everybody up that 9-11 was an inside job. And you are the minority. You are the cowards who don't know the truth. You're the people that serve this evil system. You're the people that serve a system that hurts innocent men, women, and children. Not just Iraqis, not just Afghans, not just Africans, but the people right here in this nation. You serve a new world order that attacks and feeds on you. And I'm here to tell you that you will be defeated. Your hours are numbered. We've got the energy. We've got the life force. All you've got is evil backing you up. All you've got is greed and like to look at yourself in the mirror. Because deep down, the New World Order is a pot-bellied, chicken-necked ninny. And all the armor and all the weapons are nothing. You are nothing compared to good. You are nothing compared to life. And you will be defeated. I want the individuals out there, I want free humanity to turn themselves loose, to cut the chains loose, and to use the end of that chain to slap the new world order right upside the head. You've got the power. You want to know who can defeat the new world order? It is you. You're the individuals that are going to be able to defeat this system. You're the individuals that are going to be able to take down the New World Order. It doesn't matter if Ron Paul wins. It doesn't matter if they rig the election. What matters is is that we're starting to stand up. We're starting to move. We're starting to find our legs. We're starting to build our muscles. We're starting to realize that we do have power, and we can work together, and we can take action, and that the naysayers are a pack of weak liars who have never had any successes in their life and who are upset and frustrated to see us beginning to have victories against tyranny. They don't have any respect for themselves. They don't have any vision. And they don't have any will. And they sure don't have any of the power that shines out of God's soul and energizes all life in the universe. They have wed themselves to death. And they will crumble and they will fall. And for a time... Councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. It is a big idea, a new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancaked. Either you were with us, or 
with the terrorists. believe that a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson here podcasting live from Greensboro, North Carolina. We're live, 100% live, internet radio podcasting here. Um, we got the Republic here, Restore the Republic. They are on for the first hour. Anybody who hangs around after that, I don't know if some people from the Republic will. But tonight we're uh, going to start off with the process of basically outlining the formation of the Republic and what the Republic, our, our proclamation uh, claims of interest are. And basically this is what we've been talking about all this time. So we, we, we cite this document, talk about this document. So we're not going to read the entire thing tonight because it would take up the entire show. But we're going to have some different readers, I guess, and we're going to probably read a page or two. I don't know how long, how long it's going to take, and we're going to talk about it a little bit. So we're going to try to do that for a little bit here for the first part of the show. And then, of course, as always, was the Republic will speak, and then hopefully what I was always intend- intended was that they will engage the American people. That is you. So if you have something you want to talk about and come on, you call 657-383-0616, press 1, and then you can come on live and talk, or you can interact in the chat room or via social media like you do with me sometimes and pose your question there. This isn't going to be a stage for people to expound their uh, personality and talk for 15, 20 minutes. We're just to ask your question, make your statement. You can. This is live. We don't tell anybody what to say. We're not scripted. We're not edited. We're, we're not uh, screenplayed or anything like that. It's 100% live. So try to be clear. Watch your background noise and uh, pose any question you want at the Republic. This is your government, your lawful Republic, your government right now here live on Blog Talk Radio with Joseph Gibbs and understanding the times in which we live today. So, turn it over to the Republic. Go ahead. Is Mr. Henning, is it Jim, or who's taking over first? Thank you, Governor Carpenter. Governor Carpenter, we welcome you to Restoring Your Republic. You know, there's been a lot of conversation over the years. Oh, well, it didn't happen because we don't know about it. Or what was the proclamation of claim interest and a declaration of sovereign intent? That's 140 pages. I don't have time to read it. Well, this is what's on file in your behalf. Whether you believe it or not, whether you knew about it or not, or whether this is the first time you've heard about it, this is what is on file with the World Court, the UN, the Joint Chiefs, the UPU. This is your document. So with that, Jen, well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, would you please read our Declaration of uh, Sovereign Intent and Interest? You might be muted, Jim. Thank you. It would be my honor, Governor Carpenter. Proclamation of Claim and Interest on Day 30, April 2012. From and by limited sovereign authority delegated by we, the people on the Republic for the United States of America. To the United States of America, comma, Department of Defense, comma, Joint Chiefs of Staff, semicolon, and to the world and all peoples and all public and private persons, 
and all caps, United States, comma, the municipal corporation, semicolon, and all subsidiaries thereof at Al, and the International Court of Justice at The Hague, and the United Nations, and the Universal Postal Union, or UPU, and we the people, in God we trust, present and hereby serve, notice of claim and interest, and continue in peace and offer conditional forgiveness, and whereas we the people proclaim, order, hold, continue, honor, and abide by the, quote, declaration of sovereign intent, unquote, instituted by presentment on behalf of we the people, whereas we the people presented the, quote, declaration of sovereignty for the republic of the small U United States of America, unquote, circa July 2010, to the following, Poland. The Committee of 300, the International Court of Justice, the United Nations, or UN, and the Universal Postal Union, or UPU. And we the people claim all rights and uses pursuant to Flag Act of 1777, Flag Act circa 1794, Flag Act circa 1818, and Flag Act circa 2011. And we the people claim all rights and uses pursuant to Steel Act circa 1782, including the de jure United States of America Great Steel, and we the people claim all rights and uses for the phrases, words, and letter combinations, colon, quote, the Republic of the Small United States, unquote, quote, the Republic of the United States, unquote, quote, the Republic for the United States, unquote, quote, Republic for the Small United States. Unquote. Quote, Republic for the United States. Unquote. Quote, Republic of the Small U United States. Unquote. Quote, Republic of the United States. Unquote. Quote, the lowercase United States. Unquote. Quote, quote, the Republic of the lowercase U United States of America. Unquote. Quote, the Republic of the United States of America, unquote. Quote, the Republic for the United States of America, unquote. Quote, Republic for the lowercase u, United States of America, unquote. Quote, Republic for the United States of America, unquote. Quote, Republic of the lowercase u, United States of America, unquote. Republic of the United States of America, unquote. The lowercase United States of America, unquote. Quote, lowercase u, United States of America, unquote, and as referenced in the Constitution of the United States of America, circa 1789, quote, the United States of America, as alternate forms and denote, 
quote, republic for the United States of America and all deviations and variations thereof. And we the people reserve all rights and uses for the abbreviations, phrases, words, and letter combinations, quote, USA, unquote, quote, U.S., unquote, quote, U period, S period, unquote, quote, U period, S period, A period, unquote, quote, capital R, lowercase U, S, A, unquote, quote, lowercase U, uppercase S and A, unquote, quote, uppercase R, lowercase O-U, uppercase S, uppercase A, unquote, quote, uppercase R, lowercase S-U, uppercase S, uppercase A, unquote, quote, all caps, R-U-S-A, unquote, quote, uppercase R, lowercase O, uppercase U, uppercase S, uppercase A, unquote, quote, uppercase R, lowercase F, uppercase U, S, and A, unquote. Quote, lowercase U, uppercase S, unquote. Quote, uppercase R, lowercase U, uppercase S, unquote. And, quote, all caps, R-U-S, unquote. To be abbreviated forms and denote the, quote, Republic for the United States of America, unquote and all deviations and variations thereof, and. Nice job, Jen. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jen, for that reading. America, the rest of this, you can go to our republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org, and you can read that in its entirety. And I know we uh, plan on doing more of this reading um, as the weeks come to us here. Um, Justice Waters, I see uh, we lost Governor Carpenter. Um, should we read a little more of this? That didn't take that long. Yeah, I'd, I'd say go ahead and at least finish that page. Okay. Um, Jen, do you want to continue? Or would you like me to t- pick up? I yield to you, Governor Henning. Thank, thank you, Jen. You did an awesome job. Thank you. Those are definitely it's tongue twisters. <laughs> thank you, dear, and God bless. Okay, and I'll I'll pick up here with respect to Article 1 of the Treaty of Amity, Commerce, and Navigation. Here within, correction, here in after, referred to as the Jay Treaty, signed at London, November 19, 1794, ratified June 24, 1795, at Philadelphia. And now comes we the people giving sufficient notice, affirming, claiming, accepting, adopting, and asserting that whereas we the people are created equal, and whereas we the people by natural birthright and sovereign rights held by indigenous indigenous power live in inherent freedom granted by Almighty Creator, by divine providence. And, whereas we the people are named successor, hyphen parties, or party, in interest. 
and as rightful heirs to the Constitution circa 1791, with lawful right of claim for the Republic for capital United States of America, have re-inhabited the de jure government, which was abandoned under duress and replaced by officers and employees of the United States Municipal Corporation. All subsidiaries thereof, example, and all others committing such fraud, usurping sovereignty of the people by fraud and deception and. Whereas we the people recognize the absolute right of people to contract with the, all capital letters, United States, Municipal Corporation and its subsidiaries, E-T-A-L. And whereas we the people stand in agreement on chapter LX11 of an act to provide governance for District of Columbia dated February 21, 1871, which states in part, in quote, may contract and be contracted with, end quote. And whereas we the people hold absolute unlimited right to contract and not to contract with any corporation, end quote, or end quote in there. We held and determined that the United States Municipal Corporation abused the letter of law and the founders of the United States Municipal Corporation acted and contracted with ill intent by not giving full disclosure, we the people. Whereas we the people hold, the founders of the, all capital letters, United States Municipal Corporation deceived us into involuntary servitude as corporate subjects without knowingly and willingly giving consent. According to law, consent of we the people is required before elected officials of capital letters United States Municipal Corporation may act. And whereas we the people hold in quote, contract by deception is not contract and is contrary to law. No law shall be passed impairing obligation of contracts, that's in quote, obligation of contracts, as guaranteed by Article I, Section 10 in the Constitution of the United States of America, circa 1791. Whereas we the people hold, this is, this is no one with sufficient standing, authority, or ability to counter-memorialize, abrogate, or rebut our documented evidence and these self-efficient, correction, self-evident truths. And whereas we the people as a paramount party to the Treaty of Gant, Gant circa 1814, provide notice of our original jurisdiction and our capacity of sovereigns over the trespassing foreign municipal corporations such as, capital letters, United States, ETAL, or their agents, employees, representatives, officers, or contractors 
A hyphen Z. One hyphen three oh one E T C E T E R A and whereas upon lawful proof of valid claim by any party, the Republic for United States of America will negotiate said claim with the claimant since it is the best interest of we the people to satisfy our lawful obligation and committee and mutual peace with all nations. And whereas with respect to Article One of the J Treaty, the J Treaty limits any person, in quote, including corporations and other subdivisions of the Crown to inferior position with respect to we the people. And we the people affirm by overture dictum on chapter UN chapters circa nineteen fifty. Continuous and in full force and effect limiting preventing state parties from using treaties or other instruments to increase their control over domestic citizens. Sorry, I had to get Governor Carpenter back on. That's all right. Does uh, Jim want to take over now, or does uh, somebody else want to take over? I mean, how far you want uh, to go? You want to read a couple more paragraphs or finish that page? Yeah, I got two more paragraphs in this page. Okay. If you want me to continue, I will, Joe. Uh, I'll read those okay. two paragraphs real quick, and then we'll get Jim on here. If it's Jim on here, did you get him on, back on here? Yeah, That's Jim, where we can comment on this, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'll traveling. read the two paragraphs yeah, real quick. All right. Okay. Whereas the United States... Governor Carpenter? Unanimous- yeah, hang on. We'll, hang on. Governor Henning? Governor Henning? Yes, David. Yes, I, David. Believe you, I believe you missed one paragraph. Uh, it starts with, whereas we the people hereby hold claim and force continue, take and accept respective jurisdictions on the land within meets and bounds of said union lawful authority, thereof to self-determination by accepting responsibility for all the acts and actions, and I yield the floor back to you, sir. Yeah, you're correct. David, you're absolutely, you're, I, I did miss that. Thank you for catching that, David. All right, let's um, finish up back. here. Then. Uh, let's finish up. Thank Joe, you. Uh, whereas the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, Exhibit 2A, C, 1776, was served on the King of Great Britain by our founding fathers, declaring our separation from governance by tyranny. And the declaration maintains that we, the people, continue certain unalienable rights granted by the Almighty Creator, by divine providence. And some of these certain rights were documented by all the, by the Bill of Rights, Exhibit 2C, 1791 being part of our founding documents and accumulated legacy of the people of America. And we, the people, are specific designated parties in interest, successors, and beneficiaries of said Bill of Rights contract, in quotation there, expressly and explicitly reserving certain rights and imposing certain limitations upon the delegated government of we, the people. And whereas the founders of the Constitution, C. 1789, ordained, established, and included the Bill of Rights in the Constitution, C. 1791, and established absolute limits for governance delegated by we the people, the Bill of Rights invoked and affirmed by written record some natural certain rights the Almighty Creator originally granted being absolute, natural, unalienable, inherent rights belonging to the we the people. The Bill of Rights was not complete enumerating said rights, but was inclusive 
the Bill of Rights can never be abrogated, infringed, denied, altered, abridged, or compromised by any governance or by any others and natural rights or unalienable by any means. Okay? And, and uh, that just concludes that page right there. So, Jim, you're on, you got the floor now. Anybody want to open up with the comments on these two pages here? Joe? Anybody want to interact? Go ahead. Thank you, Joe. I'd like to invite uh, Justice Waters on to give us a little history and explain to the American people why this document is so important. Justice Waters? Thank you, Governor. Um, First thing that we, the people, have to do under law is regain everything that was taken from us. What this document, what we've read tonight, is us stating we the people, that would be you and I, are taking back what was stolen from us from the mid-1800s by that particular Congress and President Grant, who signed that into law, that did away with the republic, brought in the corporate government. So what we're doing here is, under law, we are telling the entire world that we, the Republic for the United States of America, are, have always been the lawful government of this nation. We are the ones that govern ourselves, that the corporate government that is in existence is a fraud, it's fake, they are actors, trying to act like they are governing, but in reality, they have done nothing in law or under law that gives them the right. Number one, they did not go to we the people, as the Constitution states, has to be done to change anything in that Constitution. It has to be done by the states, two-thirds vote, and then it has to be done by two separate Congresses in accordance to the Constitution to make any change in that Constitution. That was not done. It was done overnight. The people had no say. They didn't even know it. For a lot of people in that day, 1871, it took them years to find out they no longer had a republic. So... What we are doing, what we read tonight, was us telling the world we are here, we are holding the seats, we are claiming what was stolen from us. Now, that's about as far as we've gotten tonight. So, Governor, I yield back to you. Thank you, uh, Justice Waters. Would you please explain the the three flags acts that we uh, commented on? I think the American people would be interested in a deeper understanding of that, Justice Walters. Well, you know, back when we were still trying to uh, break away from England, back in the early 1700s, before the Revolutionary War even started, you are not known publicly until you have an ensign. An ensign is a flag that flies over your ground, over your ship out on the seas, that lets everybody know who you are, who you belong to. Under international law, 
it is the sign of territory. When you see that flag, whatever it's on or over, that that is is over or on is part of that entity, that nation. We have to have a flag that denotes who we are. It says everything about who we are and what we are. They went through a series of flags. They went through uh, the first flag act, and they had three other or two other flag acts that took place, mainly because they were bringing other states in, and they had to change the stars. Uh, they never changed the stars and stripes as their placement or what it looked like, just the the, the amount of stars. But then the corporation took over, and they changed the flag. They put a gold fringe around it, which denotes in a lot of ways a form of martial law, law of the sea. And what they did was they put that in all your, your churches, all your schools, every government building. Get on a magazine that sells flags and see if you can find one that you can buy and fly in your establishment that does not have a gold fringe around it. In accordance to their U.S. code in Title IV, only the president has the authority to put that gold fringe around the flag. Well, guess who did that? Yes, sir. Started with President Grant. That gold fringe simply belongs to the military. It's a military flag, and then on that part, it is only a parade flag. It's so the fringes don't get torn in the wind. That's why they put it in, in, on the flag to, to march with down the street or down the road. That's what it's for. The president changed that without the people's consent, and the next thing you know, it's popping up in churches, schools, and government buildings. This denotes who is in charge of wherever you're at. So when you walk into your church, which is a 501c3 church, government-run, government-owned, because you pay taxes to that government as a church. Now, you're going to tell me, well, churches are not, they're tax-exempt. No, they're not. They pay employees. Employees have to pay taxes. So you walk into that church, and the first thing you realize is up front, by where the preacher stands and sits, is a flag, a flag of maybe the church, the state that you're in, and then you have that U.S. flag, and guess what? It has tassels and a gold fringe around it. The first thing that tells you, remember what an ensign is, it tells you who is, whose property that is. That flag belongs to corporate America, not the republic, but corporate America. So when you walk into that church and you see that flag up there, what it's telling you is you just walked in to ground that belongs to the U.S. corporation. That means the pastor, one night out of the entire year, becomes the president. 
because you as a church vote in officials, your deacons, your elders, you cast votes. That is because it's a corporate church. It's the most simplest way to put it, to understand it. If you hold elections like that in your church, then you belong to the U.S. corporation based on that flag. It stands up there in the front. You go to a court. You walk into the court. You walk up past the bar. You are now in their territory where their flag sits. That judge has ultimate rule, ultimate everything. He is God in that courtroom. When you cross over and you go through that little gate and you go up to the the stand where you are a witness, you are on U.S. corporate property because of that flag. That's why that judge can tell you, don't you ever bring up the Bill of Rights or the Constitution. Don't you ever say to me that you are a sovereign because you're not. That flag says differently, and that flag gives him the ability to change laws when he wants to because that is his reign. Now, people may not like to hear that, but guess what? Watch the news today about what's going on with Trump. Every court that somebody's going into, they come out with a different type of ruling. You know why? Because every judge in every courtroom can make the laws as they go. That's what the corporate does. Corporation has no regard for your rights, for your constitution, for your ability, your God-given rights. They don't care if you have free speech or not because of that flag. So this republic in 2010, when it re-inhabited, one of the first things we did was we had to establish a flag that flies on the ground that represents we, the people of the republic, the original government. And we have a flag that says that. And that's why you read in here about the Flag Act of 2010. Because we established an ensign that tells the world who we are and where we are. That allows us then to stand. And if you'll notice in courts of law, when everything goes sour for everything else, they cannot touch that flag. You know why? Because it's like flying it at an embassy. It isn't corporate land. It's republic land. And if they walk on republic land to do something illegal or unlawful, it is considered an act of war according to international law. And that's why they will leave whoever flies that flag alone unless that person purposely goes out, steps off that property, and then commits a crime. But they can't come on the property to do anything to anybody because it isn't their legal jurisdiction to do anything. It belongs to the Republic. The Republic flag is there. We have them. You can buy them. You can order them through the Republic website. 
and I would advise you to become part of the republic and get it because it's going to probably save you a lot of trouble coming down the road. With that, Governor, I'll yield back to you. Thank you, Justice Waters. You know, you you watch what they do rather than listen to what they say. Some of us are probably aware that this year they came out with a whole bunch of flags that are considered patriot flags by the patriot community, but the three letters the corporation considers them uh, to be insurrectionists or, or terrorist people. And again, the flag, the don't cut on me, the, all these different flags, there's probably eight or ten of them on that that they identified as terrorists. But they didn't identify us as terrorists. And they know who we are. Because the Herders, myself, Roger Waters, all of us can testify that we've had a conversation, personal conversation with the three letters. They know who we are. Our flag isn't on the terrorist list, folks. You think we don't have some clout? You think we don't have some clout? You think it's not for real? Well, think again. What do you got, Joe? Um, The flag thing, uh, that statement that he made, uh, very uh, interesting. But um, actually, the uh, Republic, uh, actually, uh, according to the ADL and many other groups, though, they say it's an anti-government group. That's what they claim, though. They do claim that. Yeah, well, who's uh, the ADL? Is that the government or just some? I, I don't know. Who, Why are you asking me another question? Yeah. I'm just saying I'm making this. Anti- you know that that's what they say. Thing. That has nothing yeah. to do with the U.S. government. That has nothing to do with the three-letter agencies that are the well, de facto government. The ADL yeah. is just a bunch of opinions. Yeah, and I know. That's my opinion. Let me finish my point. Hang on. Their their opinions, though, but their opinions on the three three-letter agencies, though, but they. They are the de facto also. Why would the republic really care what they think? You know what I mean? Because I they're not they lawful anyway. Yeah. So, you know, they're entitled to the opinion and we're entitled to the law. So you can take it to the bank and see which one gives you the money. But that Back flag, if we're opinion. flying that flag, Jim, but if we're flying that flag, though, uh, Roger made a statement that they can't mess with you and it's an act of war. Well, that's not true because people have been have flown that flag, and they and the de facto will still snatch you up and still kidnap you and still put you in jail. Yeah, if you go into their jurisdiction and mess with them. Well, it doesn't matter right. if you go into their jurisdiction. Every day, go out there and break the law. Tell me what flag you're flying. It don't matter. You broke their law, Joe. It's really simple. Well, it, you know, it doesn't matter if you make break it confusing, their law. It's not confusing. It's really simple. Well, what do you mean by break their law? Cause, because there's serious questions out there that people are saying. They're saying, okay, this sovereign intent, okay, this is a good document, okay, well, okay. But what standing does it have in, in the world? What, how can I use this document? Can I finish, Jim? It. Calm down. Calm down, Jim. Take it easy. Let me finish my point. And that, I'm asking a serious it. question, and you keep over-talking me and yelling. You're like high-strung all of a sudden. You're like, you know, <laughs> calm down. Hang on. I'm asking a serious question that the people are asking. Then I, I'll shut up, and then you can answer, okay? The people are asking, what put this document that we just read, how can this document be, document be used so that they could be safe 
and not have to worry about the de facto or the, them pu- pushing their jurisdiction upon them. They want to be free and independent and want to come over to the republic, but how can they be, be sure that this document is going to be secure this for them? Okay, I yield. Governor Haney, you want to tell people how they can get involved in our republic? That'd be my pleasure. America, go to uh, republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org. Um, we've read the, some of the proclamation and claim of interest tonight. You can go to uh, interim records tab there and, and read the balance of that proclamation. And also you can read the Declaration of Sovereign Intent at that same tab. There's many other tabs there on that website that you can educate yourself. There's videos of President Geiger. Uh, there's where, where do I get involved if you've pledged allegiance to the, the flag for the republic for which it stands. You, you are one of we the people. You've taken that pledge to your republic uh, here in America. And there's many other tabs there about the republic. You can order your Forever Glory flag that was voted on Flag Act of circa 2011. Um, You can order that flag also there and fly it proudly um, without fear. Um, You know, America, there's been some books that have been written. Uh, Dave and Jean Hurtler have spent uh, three, three and a half, four years of their lives, donated their time, donated the books when they're finished uh, to the Republic for you, the We the People. Uh, those Volume one is the truthful history of the truthful history of America. Um, also, Volume two is the reinhabitation, the story of the reinhabitation here in America. You can order those books at Barnes and Noble or Amazon.com or reinhabitedrepublic.com. You can. Educate yourself. Uh, let's not forget our Holy Bible that our founding fathers used to write the Bill of, Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution is gleaned from the rules of our Father God. So, America, again, Republic for United States of America.org. Go there and educate yourself. Teach your children truthful history here in America. I yield. Thank you, Governor Haney. Um, did Herbert or anyone else on the uh, on the radio show tonight want to make a comment? Well, we got some callers here with their hands up. So are we ready to take callers, or do you guys want to? Uh, or is there anyone else from the Republic that want to make a statement here? Yeah, David had to drop off for other business. Okay. Well, let's open it up to some callers. Yeah. So okay. we're going to have three minutes, three minutes per person. Yeah, make their statement, and of course, if there's an interaction, we don't want someone to make a statement, and then, you know, we if you're going to have a conversation, we just don't want to make a, a stand here or, or a show about one person, so, uh, you know, or, or anybody's individual personalities, so we want to kind of stay away from that. So, uh, uh, who's the first caller here, 305? We got, we got Mike, yes, from Miami. All right, unmute him, go hey, ahead. Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, can you hear me all right? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, this is Mike, National Militia Coordinator with RighteousArmy.org, NationalMilitiaNetwork.com points and forwards to that site, and MilitiaUSA.org points and forwards to that site. And, of course, our efforts are just endeavoring to unite and organize um, the American people who are essentially centered or right in their, in their beliefs and convictions and practice, includes people that we might consider to be left, you know, uh, liberal, but they're they respect and appreciate and value conservative principles and ideas. Um, so pretty much everything that we're about is, has been articulated on the website. We're, we're establishing 
um, county coordinators in all the counties throughout the United States and state coordinators to facilitate. Do you have a question or a comment about what we're reading? This is not an advertisement for your efforts, although we appreciate them, but we'd like to stay on subject. So please make a question or a comment, and let's go on down. Yeah, sure. I'm just, you know, just want to take 30 seconds there to state who I am. Um, so yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Where I'm coming from. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Just, it was, go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but do you have a question about Mike? That's okay. But do you have a question about the sovereign intent, the document? Like, because the Republic's saying this is we've been talking about this like all those shows, and this is kind of what's been like targeted by a lot of callers. So they, you know, like, what's the Republic about? You guys are saying you're the law, you're the lawful government. So we kind of like are putting this document out there, saying, hey, this is the document where we're declaring our sovereign intent and proclamation of interest here. So you know, um, that's on the website. We didn't read the whole one. 141 pages, of course, but we read the first couple of pages. I mean, what's your comment on that, or what do you think, in your opinion, or how can the militia yes. community benefit also? Well, um, first of all, I'd have to give clarity to that, because, again, it needs to be clear that when we say militia, we're essentially just talking about we the people who, rep- who are the militia across the board who are like-minded on, on certain key issues. So to the extent that I've said it before, as you know, um, I'm currently waiting, you know, um, you know, being the political and social activist I've become, who's jobless and penniless, um, I'm waiting for some ink to arrive at my printer where I can not only print out some other things that I need to read, but the, sovereign, the, the DSI as well. Um, I plan on printing it out and reading it on video so that there's a reading of it. Because a lot of people don't care or have the time or the ability to read it. Um, I'm, I'm an audio guy, being a musician. I, I, I wish there was an audio version of it that I could just listen to while I'm driving down the road. That should have been done years ago. It should exist already. It doesn't. I'm going to speak it in video for the benefit of people so they can hear the whole thing. Um, having said that, as you know, I have links to the Republic for the United States of America on the homepage of our website. Um, I'm... Essentially, you know, having spoken at length with Judge Waters and, and, and J, uh, Governor James of Colorado um, and having had uh, President Geiger on, you know, our militia meet, national militia meetings, um, I essentially, you know, could say I'm, I give them the benefit of the doubt because they appear and impress me as being honorable and, and genuine people. And, of course, I plan again on, on printing out and reading the entire, dec- you know, DSI on video um maybe you know it'll be interesting after i do right i'll have even more insights on it but what matters to me the most what i think is the most significant it's ironic i mean i just called into your show so i didn't hear a lot of what was going on so i apologize if there was actually a pending question but I, okay. I was just watching an hour-long video that was sent to me by somebody asking if i was familiar with you know um uh gould right the guy that claims to have captured the flag and of course james has said you know first in line, first in time, that they have a superior position um, over Russell J. Gould. To me, all of them, essentially, because I can go on with other names, as you know, right? David Strait, you know, Russell J. Gould, and there's three or four others I can mention. It's utterly absurd and preposterous for them to not all be working in, in conjunction with one another. And until they are, they're all psyops. They're, they're all invalid until there is a day where each and every one of them is on a Zoom meeting, calmly and politely and respectfully 
hearing what the other has to say, and then correcting them or agreeing with them. Because there's a lot of people out there that are putting forth these efforts, and we all need to not only unite and organize under one banner, but as long as there's all these groups that are splintered and claiming that they're it, that's going to be a problem forevermore. It just makes it all yeah. kind of us as some you know, government psyop to divide people, divide and conquer. So I, think I think that's, that's one of the one problems, of the Mike. Mike, let me interject here real quick. I think that's one of the problems and what I'm trying to do here and what our goal was originally set out for with the republic is to get the people out there. And Jim yeah, must agree with me on this, that that's what our goal was, is putting – that's why we wanted to put the republic out there on this podcast to unite all the other forums out there and bring them aboard so that it's just not about this forum or about the republic, that we can all come together and work together. And we seem to be – uh, we, we, we every time we take a step forward, we 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 end up jumping back five steps, you know. So because everybody's personality gets in the way, you know. So well, well, and that's that, the problem. Not only that, but one of the things that's significant to know as well. Somebody brought this up recently, and I agree with it. Is the we know that ultimately the highest authority is we the people, right? It's we the people, then our local community, then our state, then the county. And the republic is essentially representative of whatever the federal government would be. So for all practical purposes, they are the least important they, 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 in the sense that they are, from a governing perspective, they're the government. None of us wants big government. We all want to get rid of government. So, you know, some people can, can make that argument that, you know, w- w- what's their – Significant, so they just trying to take the place of the de facto current corrupt government? No, of course not. Um, but for all practical purposes, they're the least significant in the sense that it has to first start with the individual, their relationship with God, their local community, then their states, then whatever the, the, the republic would represent. So I think one of the things that would help as well is for the republic to make very clear that that's, that's true and that's a reality and that's what they represent is just being able to be that government that, that's representative of a limited government that has the, the, the 19 originally specified or whatever it is, 13, 19 original agreements within the Constitution on what the federal government even had to do anything with, as opposed to, you know, 5,000. Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, Mr. Henning, Mr. Henning, you want to take a shot, or if Jim's still there, take a shot at that, because that's not really, that's, even though it's, if that's the perception that people are getting from the Republic and their website, um, let's put it correctly now, uh, uh, Mr. Henning or somebody out there or, or somebody, yeah. who's uh, or Roger yeah, or somebody uh, say, hey, I see that Governor Carpenter dropped off again. I know he's yeah, he ran away. Season. And this is one of the yeah. problems we're having. We're having division amongst everybody because you know they you know everybody's you know look you know I, I brought this up in the beginning when we were off the air. You know we're here once a week to present to the people the republic. If we can't stay here and dedicate the time that's needed, then really we just need to give it over. You know turn it over to these other groups. Then let the country go down to hell in a handbasket. You know because I'm here fighting for the republic and mike can look every time i go over to his platform and every other platform i'm here I, I turn it over about the republic it turns into a show about the republic so you know and, and and so i'm kind of like guilty in the same way in a way but i believe in the republic and i believe that this is a lawful interim government this is a lawful de jure government i've read all the documents i've studied them but i need backup i need help i'm one person after all what can one person do i can't change the world and we don't need a king to change america you know so i need everybody else out there backing us up there we've got to do this whatever's going on in our personal lives trust me <laughs> you don't want to know about my personal life so you know we, we'll take up 80 shows on that 
You know, I've survived two murder attempts. So, you know, look, we, 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 let's, everybody's got their own problems. But right now it's about the republic and it's about uniting the people across the country. Now, as far as Mike's statement now about the republic wanting to be the federal government over, can you or Roger expound maybe and put it in simplistic terms about no. It's about individual states and, and explain the sovereign intent of the republic maybe in, in simple terms. That's not about that, Mr. Henning or Roger or whoever's here from the republic still. Thank you. I yield. Yeah, this, this is Roger. Um, oh, go ahead, Roger. Um, if you'll notice in our titles, you'll find two United States of America, one with a capital U, one with a small u. The small u is used with us simply because it's not the government in charge. It's the people, the states. Everything about the Constitution is about the states. It even states that whatever's not mentioned here, and believe you me, there's a lot that's not mentioned in that Constitution, then belongs to the states. It's always the states. Now, what are the states? The states are the people. That is what makes up the state. So, Mike, you're absolutely correct. The government is there only to protect the states in general. The, the national borders have a standing military to protect the, those borders, it, to protect the people of, of the states that are on the borders. That's the federal job. Uh, it's not supposed to be big. The people are the ones that send their people to be part of the national government. They're only supposed to be there a short time. Then they go back home and let somebody else come in. This is where the, the corporation has that, that uh, uh, lifelong political career thing, and well, we know how that works. No, the republic is not going to be like that at all. Uh, you may do two terms. As the Senate, that would be uh, 12 years. You may do two or three terms as a representative. That would only be four to six years. Then, you know, you're, you're going to probably be uh, voted out of there because the people are constantly wanting updated. They want new things. Uh, different things in the world are going to change. Uh, you you can't do 1955 politics in 2022. It don't work. But that's what we got going on now. Roger, so Roger, Roger, Roger. I got somebody in the chat room that wants to know your position of the republic. Can you just? Uh, they want to know who you are. Can you sure. just announce yourself again, please? Sure. I'm a uh, I'm a district judge uh, from the state of uh, the free state of Indiana. Uh, I'm not a judge in the corporation. I don't wear a black robe or anything like that. I don't even have a courtroom at the moment. I'm holding the seat of a judge. Uh, my job is to uh, rule over the state of Indiana as, as a free state. Uh, that would be my position. Um, until we get people in Indiana who want to take over this position, then they're welcome to do so. I mean, I'm getting up there in age, so, you know, it's not going to be long before I'm, I'm not even going to be able to do this if the Lord don't come back. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, this is why we keep saying we need you, the people, to come in and be a part of this republic 
to build this thing up. We're holding the seats for you. That's what we're doing right now. Okay. But I'm I'm a judge. We got governors. Uh, we, you know, Dean Henning, who you hear, he he's a governor. Uh, we got Mike Binder, who's a representative. I mean, we got people from all different forms of the national government that is represented here. But we are holding the seats for you, the people. And there are still so, seats available. That's what you're saying. There's seats available also oh, yeah, still so that, that people can take. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure that people, yeah. Technically, every single seat Who is represents available. Gary, Indiana? He said, who represents Gary, Indiana? Is there anybody in Gary, Indiana that represents no, Gary? No, we don't have anybody. They're actually Nobody. in Indiana right now. It's just, as far as I know, it's just myself and my wife. Okay. So, so there's we only need two people, people from all over the state of Indiana. Yes. Okay. All right. And I'll okay. be glad to talk to them. All right. Um, all right. Well, he's listening. Okay, 323, you're on here. Mike, I still, I don't know you probably want to comment some more, but let's get 323 on here. Yeah, uh, I, have, I actually have one important question. Um, okay, all right, if, go if ahead. We could give, just, yeah, give that question in yeah. 323, you're next. Go ahead. Go ahead, okay, Mike. Yeah, uh, so Michael, Michael School um, is uh, seemingly a significant individual who uh, is the interim um, – Secretary for the Fourth Continental Congress, which is a whole other interesting thing, right? Fourth Continental Congress apparently exists, and um, Michael sent me um, a text and asked me to ask um, the the Republic the, the, the following, and I was just trying to pull up. But asked okay. me to, um, he asked me to ask the Republican. Perhaps James, um, Judge Judge Waters might have, um, you know, an answer for it. Um, and that was, um, my phone's really giving me a hard time here. Okay, um, Mike, can you ask Geiger? if they have any silver or gold coin in their treasury. That's their missing piece, possibly. States are suspended until they again become solvent. Well, that's a good point. Uh, you heard that question. Uh, can Justice Waters or, or uh, Mr. Henning answer that as governor uh, from the Republic, please? Yeah, we, uh, we have our own silver Republic coin. Um, I don't know if we've put any in our treasure. I know I hold some personally. Um, Senator Don Adams, who was a former Marine uh, who had passed away, he was our Senate pro temp of the National Senate and also, you know, our state senator also at one time. But he uh, he had had a bunch of silver, uh, pure silver, or 99-whatever percent silver, uh, silver coins put up with our Republic seals and stuff on it. So... There is silver, there is coinage, but I don't know if okay. it was put into the national treasury. Okay, I hope that answers this question. Uh, Mike, I'll just stay there. Uh, three, two, three. You have a question? Area code three, two, three. I unmuted you. Okay, I don't know where they are. Three, two, three. Area code three, two, three. I believe that's Joe. 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 He's got a couple. 
He's got a couple of lines up open here. All right, Joe, Joe, where are you? You got a quite You got your hand up here. I'm trying to connect you there, partner. Uh, wait, he's another one down here. Okay, go ahead, Joe. Okay, now you got me. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, now you got me. Okay. Yeah, on the switchboard, there might be uh, two of my numbers at times because my app uh, messes up. I understand that technology. (laughs) Yeah. Last week, one of you guys asked um, if there there should be a hub where all the conservatives, particularly those from Blog Talk Radio, can get together and exchange ideas. There is a hub. It's already been created by a prominent uh, blog talk radio hostess, and her name is Michelle Swinnick. Not only does she have um, luminaries on her show, she's been on um, Bannon's show, and she's been on um, another show, which is nationally syndicated. So it's called, uh, what is it? Um, My Freedom, uh, let me get to it, MyFreedomMovement.com, something like it. that. Hold on one sec. Okay. And the reason why I mention it is because everybody here and anybody in any place else can go there to exchange ideas. That's what the hub idea was about last week. I thought it was a good idea. Surprised nobody knew of it. Joe, you know of it, which is good. Yes. You guys can yes. go there. They have Zoom meetings, uh, if my memory is correct, like every Thursday. She has her own agenda. It's to decertify the election, fraudulent election in Arizona, but anybody else can go there and exchange ideas. When you exchange ideas, you might find that everybody has something in common that they can agree upon and act upon. It's not about somebody being the boss. It's about coordination. Yep. yep. So people can get together and coordinate. So I, I agree 100%. I yeah, I agree, Joe. Okay. Uh, Yep, I agree 100% with you, and, but, uh, and, and that's a good point you brought up. Thank you for sharing that. Tonight we brought up something that may, uh, you know, uh, that you've been questioning too in previous podcasts. We have been uh, began reading the, sovereign, the Proclamation of uh, Sovereign Intent by, that was on the Republic webpage, and we were asking for comments on that in discussion. And there, the Flag Act was uh, discussed in that, and I guess I offended Jim on that. Um, uh, he ran away mad, I guess. I don't know. Uh, he was young. Well, you know, I got a little upset with me. I don't know why. But. Um, I was, you know, questioning about the flag. Do you have any questions pertaining to that? Where every I mean, we have to have a flag. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess Roger can probably explain it more, but we don't want to go back over everything again. Uh, you know, uh, this this flag that we have, the Republic has a flag, and we talked about the uh, gold embroidered flag that the de facto has. So, uh, you uh, have any comments on that or questions about that? No, I just came in. I didn't hear anything about the show until I came in. I was picked up okay. rather quickly, which was good. I didn't hear the disagreement between you and Jim, but I wouldn't worry about it. Um, families have disagreements, organizations have disagreements. So everybody will get back together. Last week, you and Sally had a disagreement. You two got back together before the show. Uh, sure, ended, so. sure, 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 sure. But, Joe, yeah. we're here. We're trying to unite the people across the country, and we're trying to um, – uh, uh, get the people together and unite. Uh, basically, you know, and the and the republic. Of course, we we you know we say we're the lawful de jure government, and the seats are here for the American people to fill. You know, and we need to know how we can fill them. And people say, well, go to the republic and get on the email list. And I remember you had a dis- disagreement on that, you know, a little bit, or you were asking no, quite I a few questions. No, I didn't mention. I didn't talk about the uh, email okay. list. Uh, my, okay. Uh, at all with that, but I did say that Mike. I think Mike. Uh, if I didn't mention it, 
Mike has 1,200 uh, people on his newsletter um, emailing list, which is a good start. Um, but go ahead, Joe. Uh, what were you saying? Um, uh, well, well, uh, you know, we we need to get people. You said, you know, people have to know and learn about the republic, and which is a key yeah. point. And you know, and the website's been up there for years, and it's been, a, you know, it started out as a ten-year plan. Those are good points, and uh, and and really, you know, many people don't know about the republic. And I've tried my darndest to try to promote it, putting the links up everywhere in chat rooms and whatnot. And people just don't click on the link and want to read because, you know, we all live busy lives and people just aren't because we just don't haven't lost or hit rock bottom yet in this country. Uh, so, you know, Jim says stay away from their jurisdiction, but it's kind of hard to stay away from their jurisdiction. You know, you, we can't live on a lily pad up on an island someplace and, and, you know, not, not be a part of the Federal Reserve Banking cartel and, and not have a mortgage or a car payment. And some of us have to exactly. go work 48 hours a week. So, you know, and that's the problem. I think that many people are running into. And Mr. Henning brought up a good point many shows ago. He said when he was writing to all the sheriffs in the state of Wisconsin, he said one sheriff responded, hey, you don't cut my paycheck. You know, I, my paycheck is here, and I'm going to stick with where my paycheck comes from. So that point about the silver was pretty good. Uh, you know, how do we fund this operation? How do we fund this? What lawful currency are we going to have? You can do so, it. Well, okay. Without funding it at the beginning, here's what happened. When I founded my uh, my coalition for Ron Paul back in 2007, I, I asked for volunteers. I went into different groups, forums, and it takes it takes elbow grease, fellas, okay? Everybody does have a 40-hour week um, to work and wives and families and husbands. But if you're going to sacrifice for the Republic for America, that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to sacrifice some time. So what you do, you ask for volunteers. You have to clarify again your mission so that when people ask questions, because I remember about two shows ago, Joe, you had a bunch of people who were writing, uh, said that sent you emails, and were in the chat room when they were asking questions. They have a right to ask questions. Everybody needs to know exactly what's going on, not to the yes. satisfaction of your organization or the republic but to the satisfaction of the people. So you ask for volunteers, you assign them tasks, for example, to talk to, to call up people, other organizations, to let them know that you exist, that you would like to join with them on a basis in which you don't want to take them over, you don't want them to take you over. You will be surprised. You will find people, once you clarify to them what your mission is about, how important it is, you will get volunteers. You get people to make phone calls. You said somebody wrote to a sheriff. You can, you can write letters. It will take elbow grease, and it will take months, fellas. But yeah. if you've been at this for years, a few more months isn't going to matter. And right now, we're in the quickening. We're not going to survive the next two years, and three years, in my estimation. So if you guys um, are sincere, compelled, motivated, things like this, isn't going to be much of a problem. You already have your Zoom meetings. Jesus, how can you have Zoom meetings for 10 hours? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? Mike, you still there? Or and Governor you... Henning or somebody want to make some comments here? Uh, yeah, uh, or Justice Waters? Somebody? Um, the comments from yeah, the well, Republic? I'll answer the 10-hour uh, Zoom meetings. <laughs> we just did another 8-hour one this past Sunday. It's it's you, you know when you get people on, 
Um, and there's a, that goes to your point, you know, um, satisfying the people. Everybody has an opinion, an idea, something they want to share, and then people feedback off that and they connect. And it's amazing, actually, how how you know how we went again for eight hours. I mean, when I did our nine hour Zoom meeting before, I said, man, I never want to do that again. And then this past Sunday, we went from six p.m. until two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, because all right, know, there's a way know, to do it. These meetings, I've been, I haven't attended these, these uh, political meetings of yours, but I have attended business meetings. You shorten them. You have somebody like me, or somebody who apparently Joe is turning into, who is who is asking for definitive answers. You don't let people talk for more than two to three minutes at a time. You get the answers and you move on. Otherwise, from now until yeah, okay. 2025, you are going to continue <laughs> to have nine-hour right. meetings. Right. Yeah, you that, need somebody that, no, like me I, I who's do. going to interrupt and say, hold on, give me the definitive answer. Do you have proof? Explain. If you can't explain right now, I'll get back to you, and then you move to somebody else. You don't let people talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah, okay, that's that, my no, answer to that. What it is is I okay, take right. care of I, – I, I address the definitive issues now – like within the first 30 minutes. In other words, I'm only having the meetings at this point. It's really been, you know, I've got it down now to a science. I've, over the last few weeks, I've tried to make it clear to people, the only reason for these meetings is to get like-minded people on board, period, and then get them in place of ABC. If you read my most recent blog, you know what ABC means. Basically, there are people that want to be on the national militia uh, directory just so they can be found by fellow, you know, like-minded men and women. But then, you know, the B category are people that want to be proactive in their county and be a county militia coordinator. And then there's the C, the C class, you know, that are like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll work my whole state, man, trying to get all the counties together, you know, uh, uh, you know on, a, on a state level. So it's, yeah. it's kind of like those three kind of statuses. Now. So that's all right. So I For what you're saying, Mike, person, it seems like you've got some kind of plan. So just enforce the plan. If you've got people who are wanting to join your republic or your um, your website about right. uh, the hoax and about the militia, then you've got people who want to but join. But we got Joe. So then you but Joe, let me in. interrupt here. Right. We've got to link okay. everything together. This is the problem I'm running running into. Is we you know the, the, one group is going to get offended. Well, you know, well, we, see, we we turned it in about this group or this group. Sometimes you know we got to bend a little to get a little. You know, we're not making deals with the devil here. We're making deals with like-minded patriots across the country that really exactly. want to be heard. You know. That's right. Here's a, right. Here's, a, here's a potential solution to that. As I said before, if you go to, you already know about Swindlick's site or any site, it's not about trying to find the leader. It's about coordination between different factions. You have them come together. You exchange ideas. You agree on some. You disagree on others. You continue to do your own thing, but you have coordination. Let's say, for example, Mike has a plan to do something in his state. You have a plan in North Carolina. Do you have resources which can help each other? You talk about it. If you do, then you help each other out. In a coordinated basis, you're still the head of your North Carolina faction. Mike is still the head of his faction. But you get together to coordinate other factions until you find something in which all people can then become an organization eventually. Yeah. It yeah. is not about one person. It's about yeah, different people. Okay. Yeah. And Governor Henning, Governor Henning. 
Hang on. Let me get Governor Henning in here. Uh, okay. I don't know if Hurtler's still here or whatnot, but uh, David and Gene Hurtler, I mean, again, I want to just promote this real quick. The uh, uh, Reinhabited Books. Very, Mike, you said you like books. You like to read stuff. I guess I'm going to have to send you something else also in the mail. Uh, I'm going to have to get these two books out to you because they're a great read. They're uh, Reinhabited uh, Books by David yeah, and I've, Gene Hurtler. I've seen them, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're very, they're awesome. They're true history, uh, the lawful history of, uh, it gives you the truth for history. You said you like that Europa video you always promote. Well, this American Reinhabited, uh, and everybody out there, you need to pick up these books and read them. And it's actually a requirement, actually, uh, you know, with schooling, you know, kind of schooling. Because well, we have to know history, and we have to be smart. And we, we're all knowledgeable here. We know what we're talking about. But there's people out there who don't know history. They don't know what the hell happened to America. And they're walking around with blindfolders on. Mr. Henning wrote quick you want to say something on that yeah the re-inhabited books are are like you said joe is a part of requirement if you want to become an officer in any state that you live in um, you have to read those books as part of the requirement and then there's of course there's vetting committee too that the, the president um and myself and other senators and other people uh, i think justice waters on there uh, the vetting committee we vet those people yeah. Uh, to be yeah. able to become part of the republic, you know. Also, years ago, um, that we used to have um, a call team, and I was the lead of that. Uh, we used to call over 200 people per week uh, and explain the republic to them. And we we established many states at that time. But you know, during the 2012 uh, split of our American republic, people kind of went in fear, and there's a lot of people that are still holding seats, but they're not real active in. Yeah, I have the email list uh, real quick, guys. I want to tell you about the email list. I have thousands and thousands of of uh, patriots e-contact information for these uh, patriots out there that Mr. Henning is talking about, I, I, uh, Republic officers and whatnot. And you got a great in. start. Yeah, yeah, I have the contact, but you see, I don't want to bombard them with nonsense. When the time is right, we, you know, I, hey, guys, it's time to come out from underground. It's time to, you know, get involved. But we're not there yet because of what happened, like for the past show, few shows we've had, and we have personality conflicts becoming involved, and we've got people saying, no, it's going to be this way. And really, I don't want it about any way. I really want to, continue, you know, uh, look, we're about freedom and liberty. Everybody out there, like you just mentioned, Joe, is. Uh, a, you know, has great ideas and great solutions, as long as they're always pointing to good God, good old Lord there, the Lord, because we have to be a country and a foundation of some sort of moral character and foundation to stand upon. We can't yep. be tribes of people running wild, you know, uh, doing I want to do it my way. You know, that that won't work. That's been tried throughout history. That won't work. That will just have chaos. You know, we have to have a foundation. And, uh, right. you, you can't know, have um, a lot I don't of know. Tribalism. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we have I mean, callers you have here. People- Okay, Joe. I'll hold on then. Okay. All right. Um, Let's see here. Let's take a private caller here. Go ahead. I think Joe is a moon bat. You're a moon bat, moon bat, moon bat. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, That was just uh, – Which which Joe is he talking about? If he's calling me a moon bat, (laughs) let us say thank you. Come on. Well, well, you say thank you. I say thank you. We won't give him any more time on that. Um, You know, this is what you get out there. Um, The fans come out of the woodwork. Um, But these are the characters that we're going to have to deal with, you know, eventually. Also, Sally, I want to say hello to Sally out there in the chat room. Sally, oh, I did Sally's see her out there. Hey, Sally. 
Okay. Um, and Sarge, Sarge, I haven't heard your voice here in a while. Sarge, always good to hear you. Um, uh, the American statesman. Uh, Sarge is there. there. Hey, Sarge. Yeah, he, Sarge is there. I, I thought that was him calling in the private caller there, but it wasn't. So, because uh, <laughs> he always calls him from a pri- private number. Um, uh, anybody else here want to interact here? I know the Republic, uh, they always want to go for an hour now, I guess, in the beginning. And then the second hour, I guess, will be the free-for-all. But I, I'm going to say this. I think it's, it's especially critical, critical to get down to the nitty-gritty. If you got that email, Joe, that is one hell of a resource. But the thing is, yeah. um, uh, whoever it was was talking about you've got seats vacant. Now, who wants to take a vacant seat if they don't know? Uh, and, and the history lessons, that's abundant. We don't need more history lessons, in my opinion. What we need is some history lesson, but a lot of planning to tell the people who want to join the Republic or are interested in it to let them know what they can do and how they're going to be effective against the so-called de facto uh, government. Because if people join and then they say, okay, I'm ready to fight, and then all of a sudden they they say, well, where are my weapons? Where's my money? Where's my plane? Where's my technique? Nobody's going to stay. You're right. I'm going to tell you this now. I'm yeah, five six three, and I'm I got pet- a private caller here. So five six three, go okay. ahead. Five six three. I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. This is my last. This is going to be my last appearance on this particular broadcast for a long, okay. long time. Okay. Why are you going away? So. I got things to do. So. Um, <laughs> well, how uh, am I going to be in touch with you? How am I going to get in touch with you now? Wait, wait, you know, I'm going to be campaigning here soon. You know, that's important, guys. Hold off. Uh, an, oh boy, that's another <laughs> thing too. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I'll wait until you know? these guys finish, and then I'll, I'll jump back in. Okay, okay. All right, 563, go ahead. You're out live. Yeah, thank you. I, I have been a, been in this for quite a while, and in 2012 I signed a affidavit of sovereign rights. What value is that document today, and what updates would I need? Okay. Uh, Governor Henning, it sounds like you got a longtime Republic uh, uh, guy on here right now called in. Go yeah. ahead, Governor Henning. Yeah, welcome, and um, I'm glad to hear that you signed that. That's probably the Declaration of Sovereign Rights. Um, we did a lot of that in the beginning that we, everybody, all the meetings that people wanted to be part of the Republic, they would put the, their signature, swear an oath, do their signature in a red thumbprint. Um, we have discontinued that at this time, uh, but hold on to that document. I, I pray that that will be uh, needed in the near future. Uh, Justice Waters, do you have anything further on that for that gentleman? Uh, yes, Governor. You know, I appreciate the fact that you were there. Uh, people that were there that signed these things, all these documents, you know, it, it's it's really worth your weight in gold. Uh, it means something. It's it's like taking an oath to something. And you know I'm, we're we're grateful and we're glad that you're you're still here, you're still with us. Uh, the document itself, you know, like like the governor said, it's not in use. Uh, I would keep it, put it in your safe or whatever. But that doesn't that doesn't change anything of where your standing is in the republic itself. Uh, okay. 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 That's that. You would like to contribute and be a part of, you know, uh, an official seat. Uh, be sure to get a hold of us, and we'll we'll get you going. Okay. Okay. Uh, good. Good. That's good. You guys. Hopefully that answers your question thoroughly. One more uh, comment I may have. This is Dean again. 
Um, if you are going to be vetted and become an officer in your, your home state, um, the DSR will be part of the requirement um, to become an officer with okay. your oath on it. Very good. Uh, private caller, we'll go to another private caller. Got a couple more up here, and then uh, see what else we got here in store. Uh, private caller, go ahead. Hey guys, this is Billy. Uh, I think Joe's a piece of shit. Uneducated. Okay, all right, all right, you're off, you're off. Okay, next, move down the line. Go ahead. Hey Joe, it's Sarge here. How you doing, man? All right, good. Well, it's a gamble, man. I take those private calls, man. I'm looking for, you know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, hey, hey listen, man. I mean, I, I'm hearing the dilemma you guys are speaking to about the Constitutional Republic. By the way, I haven't been here because I was in Florida helping some colleagues of mine who retired to Florida with uh, some problems they had. And we, while they are all former members of the armed forces, all of them were police officers, many of whom I trained myself in firearms usage, uh, while they were police officers, uh, we, we, you know, a militia really wasn't necessary because the state was so orderly run by Governor DeSantis. There was no widespread looting or anything else. The, the, the period, relatively speaking, was very orderly. So it wasn't even really – we were really an association of armed people exercising our rights to free association and the Second Amendment. We didn't really need to form ourselves into a, into a militia. But I helped them with other things, so that's why I haven't been around. But okay. let, let me speak as, as to, I think, the issue with making people understand the Constitutional Republic. And it's like Joe just said a minute ago, we don't need history. Well, we do need history because history is always valuable. It informs the present. So we do need history. But what I think we need more than even history is education. You have no idea how hard it is for me to get across to people what the Constitutional Republic is. I mean, most people believe... They don't believe that the Constitutional Republic is an order of precedence, we the people, number two, the sovereign states, and number three, the federal government in most things, except those things in which the Constitution grants supremacy to the federal government, but it never grants supremacy over the people in anything. In any, it's almost impossible to get people to understand it. Most people, if you ask them, will believe the federal government is first, followed by the states, and then lastly, the people. That is the biggest hurdle, I think, to getting them to understand the Constitutional Republic. I mean, how do we go about getting them? Because that's what, if you tell them what the order of the Constitutional Republic is, with the three branches that are most important, they will repeat the, la the latter uh, example I gave. And to say otherwise to most of them is hearsay. Hearsay is heretical. So how do we go about getting people to understand this so they can have a better understanding of how to implement the Constitutional Republic? Good point, Sarge. Good point, because in the militia meeting uh, this past weekend, I brought that up about the Republic, and I believe it was Susan that was on there. She made a comment, no, no, we don't need a federal government anymore. Remember, Mike? We, I, that comment was made at me, and I wasn't trying to make that point. It's a good point, Sarge, because I just had that uh, dilemma on, in the Zoom call with uh, Mike there with the militia. Well, well having get a government without the federal government would not be a constitutional republic. I mean, I'm sorry, it's there. And it's clear the framers wanted it. I mean, they put it in there. You know, Article 1, what's in there? The powers of Congress. Congress shall have the power to. Article 1, Section 8. There it is. So whatever any, anybody who says we don't need a federal government is talking about forming an entirely different form of government, they are completely eschewing the constitutional republic. What we need to make people understand is the federal government is not the most important entity. 
for the most part in the Constitutional Republic. That's all. Not that it is On that vital note, I'd like to just interject. Direct. Since you mentioned that the militia meeting on Sunday, I, I believe that was Susan's point, is that we don't need the current de facto federal government, that that's not what we need. Um, I think when I mentioned the Republic, actually, specifically the Republic for the United States of America, she agreed, and, and she, she kind of indicated that they were in harmony with one another. Well, how do we get people That's to accept season. the notion that the people are the most important single entity in the Constitutional Republic, over and above everything else? <laughs> you know, and, and the states and the federal government divide powers, and most of the powers belonging to the state governments. You're, you're you're correct, but there's one more entity, and that's God. God has to be first, then the people, then the governments below that. And well, it's the well, bottom isn't up government. Part of the problems that we're discussing directly attributable to the fact that the observation by John Adams was not observed. And that is, our constitution was made for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the governance of any other. We can see what it leads to. It leads to kids yep. being forced to drag shows and having sexual mutilative transgender surgery. Yeah, exactly. But how do we get yeah, people you know, I, 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 I mean, I, would I don't think they're going to get to where we get people to understand this basic concept. Yeah, and, and to the governor, he, he, of course he's right, God first. But I think, to, I think to some degree it's, you know, for a lot of us when we're speaking, that's just like a given. You know, we don't mention it before every sentence, you know, but we know that, like uh, Sarge said, the Constitution itself is based upon a, god, a godly people. Yeah, I don't think true words were ever spoken, but everywhere you look in public education, in college education, they are completely ignoring the the religious roots of constitutional liberty. They're completely ignoring it. In fact, they're scoffing at it. They're ridiculing it. They're denigrating it. They're saying it is a bar to the progression, and I use that word in the literal sense the way they mean it, the progression of human freedom. That's because correct, the New correct. World Order, One World Government communists have infiltrated and hijacked the media and the government and America and everything else. That's their plan. That's, well, that's we know, we know, we know, playbook. we know this. We do know this. And, and, and like you always say, Mike, that's something that, you know, we do know. It's a New World Order. And, and they got us, this information war. They got us. So, but we are going to fight it. We're going to stand up together lawfully, peacefully, and uh, hopefully uh, yeah, turn this thing around. And, and, and you yeah, know, but here's and, the problem. Go ahead. Here's the problem with uh, the Republic for the United States for America. You have to, again, like I've always said, you have to have credibility. You have to let people know where your authority comes from to be clarified, to be clear to them. And then if they join the republic, how do they have the legal and moral authority to do what your organization says they're allowed to do? Without those two um, Correct. issues very clear in their mind, you're not going to get followers except people who are just going to glom onto something and hope that it works. Yes. But those kind you of see, people... see, Jim brought that up really earlier. Jim over. brought that up. He said, well, oh, we're did. not labeled a terrorist by the three-letter de facto. You know, people laugh at that. You know, they, well, who cares? You know, they, it, yeah. it's, 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 nobody cares about that, really. And people, like you said, we yeah. need credibility, you know? You, well, you have I to have the credibility. You guys yeah. are talking an awful lot about citizens' grand juries. And I think one way to make people realize the power that they have under the Constitutional Republic is under their state legal systems. Most states have statutes directly dealing with citizens' grand juries. 
You know, they do, but that's still with the de facto, that's still with the de facto republic is what the... Yeah, we got to be careful when we enter the jurisdiction of the de facto. Yeah. Okay. All right. But still, it's all about, you want people to join the republic and to know about it and to follow it. You have to make them know where your authority comes from and how they're going to succeed in order to take down the And Mike brought that up actually what, many times in the Zoom calls. You know, where's the authority of the Republican? Many people got, and I'm going to, look, I don't like to speak bad about the Republican, and, but a lot of people got offended by that. Like, whoa, 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 why are you questioning me? You know, come on now. People Wait, have a right to question. Is, you know? is, is the, is the Republic taking an issue and making people aware of the fact that they have the power to convene citizens' grand juries in respective states? For the most part, yeah, yeah. But I, they have to do so with the sanction of the governing of the people there. Sarge, don't they have to? Don't they have to do so? Don't they have to do so with the sanction of the attorney general there of that state? You just can't come together as five people and say I'm going to convene a grand jury. Exactly. Well, I know that. I know that. I know actually, that. actually, you can. Well, well, I know you know it, but the people out here don't know it. Hang on, Mike. Hang on, Mike. Hang on, Mike. Hang on, Joe. Mike, what, is it, what was that? You said they can. I don't think they can. I don't think they can I lawfully. It under common law, absolutely common law. But, jury, but we're not can. under that common law anymore. We're not, we don't have that common, well, common law, law anymore. Well, the common. We, yes, we do. The people just do not utilize. Need it. Article Three courts, Mike. We don't have those. Yeah, yeah, but if you look at if you look at most state constitutions, they have a provision. Well, many. I don't know if most, but many state constitutions have a provision for citizens' grand juries. And well, this is a good discussion because we have to be able to enforce this lawfully. The republic. We always talk about peacefully and lawfully, and now we have a disagreement here. Mike says we do. Governor Henning says what? no, we don't. And I agree with Governor Henning. We don't have Article Three courts anymore in this country. Right. Well, I would invite I would invite Governor Henning to come onto our Zoom meeting. When Charles and Eric are on, because they're the two most brilliant minds that I've ever met when it comes to understanding of common law, common law juries, common law courts. I, I really would invite them to come on, on a, specifically for that discussion. Well, that's interesting, but or or they can come on here and, and present their case well, to the republic, you know, and well, say, hey, other than force of arms, the most legitimate authority for any government about. is the exercise of power, or and or the rule of law, and if the citizens get within their grasp the authority of the rule of law in the form of citizens' grand juries, in the form of citizen-directed action, even if it's to influence attorneys generals and others, prosecutors or whatever, then the people will regain a great deal of their authority. I, I, I have to agree, Sarge. I have to agree with Governor Henning because I've done research on this, Mike, and I saw Charles's videos when he went before the county commissioners, those boards, and they pretty much answered his questions and told him flat out, you know, and, and Charles wanted to disagree at the end. But look, that's why we have ballot boxes, and but the, we know they're corrupt. We know that, you know, but we have ballot boxes. This has all been overturned. We don't have these Article Three courts anymore. De facto does it a different way now, and that happened after the Reconstruction Acts, and we have to go over a history lesson again. But, it's changed. How do we go back to a civil war again? You just, you just said you just said a kind of a, a oxymoron there. You said they well, don't that's exist what this country is the, an oxymoron. The, de facto courts, <laughs> the, the de facto courts. You said they don't exist because the de facto courts are doing it their way. Of course. Well, well no, we fought a war, Mike. Thing, we fought a civil war over, over are this. Another thing. No, there was a the civil the, war the, over the this. Facto, we had the rump. No, yeah, with the rump. You know, Congress. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. It wasn't over this. I, I, 
Actually, I'm going to see if I can get Charles on here real quick. I'm going to see if I can get him on the line. Yeah, that's fine. We just don't want to turn it into a big shouting match where he wants to make, make, a, make a statement real quick. But that's a good discussion because this is an important – this is a big centerpiece, Sarge and Joe, that, that the, the Patriot community is having a stumbling block over. And it's coming it's come between the Republic and many others too, this Article Three common law court thing where they think they're going to put together these grand juries and go out, go out and, and, uh, and, and arrest people or – where's the lawful court no no you will have you will be probably thrown in jail you know so you have to be careful well are you right about that joe i mean no i don't think anybody should be telling people that Uh, i think it would function in a manner not the same as but akin to when congress makes a referral to the department of justice for prosecution that's what a citizen's grand jury would do they wouldn't they they they, they would have the authority uh, depending upon what state you're in what the statute say you know on a state level to issue subpoenas and have people come before them and make referrals to attorney generals i wish this guy has been waiting for ages i don't see a 510 number here i don't see he said he's been waiting for ages to get on here I don't see a 510 number on here. I don't have a f- area code 50, uh, 510, sir. Uh, the gentleman in the chat room, he said he's been waiting for ages. Uh, give me your area code. I, uh, I don't see you. If you're trying to call in okay, Skype or Yeah, but Joe, I just want to make it clear. I'm talking about citizens' grand juries have referral powers once they convene, not enforcement power. Just like Congress oh, I see doesn't have enforcement power, a subpoena violation. I don't think they, they do so. Hang on, we'll revisit that. We'll revisit that question here. So we've got a little bit of time left. It's an important question. 210. Go ahead, 210. Go ahead. Am I unmuted? You're unmuted. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. You know, I've been looking at the uh, state government of Indiana right now, and it shows me that the governor is Eric J. Holcomb. So I'm I'm just curious about that disconnect there. Uh, You you say you have the governor of Indiana on, yet I don't think this man's name is Eric J. Holcomb. Okay, Um, Governor Henning, explain this real quick. Yeah, it's... There's, that's a different jurisdiction. That's the corporation, uh, the governor that you're looking up. Uh, there is no governor of the free state of Indiana. There's, that's a big distinction, the free state. Uh, justice Waters is the uh, uh, jurisdiction or the justice of the free state of Indiana. Right, right, right. Um, I, I get that. Um, I'm, I'm originally from the, the Michiana area, by the way, South Bend, uh, Mishawaka. That, that sort of neck of the woods. Um, so is this just adults playing dress up and pretending to run a government? No, this is law, together? sir. This is law. This is law. So this is you law. Go back through can history. you tell yeah. me what exactly you've done to impact law in the United States? Because I, I don't see anything changing, to be honest, in the state of Indiana or anywhere, frankly. Nothing's changing yet. I see a bunch yet. of adults yep. playing dress up. No, well, no, they're not playing dressed up, but this is law. Like we just said, you have to go back and look at this in law. Now, do you see any changes? Yes, I agree with you there. There's no changing right now, but that's what we're here. That's why we're here, to do it lawfully and peacefully. If you go back and you study your, your history, and, and, this, and you've never been taught this stuff, that's why you don't understand it maybe. But what, what Mr. Henning was saying is true. There, there's two, you have two governments paralleling with each other right now. You have the de jure and de facto. I mean, so you have to go back and look at this, and you know, we go back to Reconstruction Acts. We're, you know, we're not going to go back through a history lesson here tonight, but this is something that we're going over and trying to teach people and and trying to ignite the people to. This is right. why our country right, is right, broken. Right, Joe. Joe, but the, the, the thing is that the Constitution itself 
written under the Lockean principles and classical liberal principles it was, was actually intended to prevent these issues where you had random groups of men playing dressed up, running around and claiming they own stuff. And um, okay. it, it sort of usurped the um, Articles of Confederation. So I just I just don't get it. Why why can't you just teach people about the actual founding principles found within the Constitution? You just want to you know throw that out. You okay. Think Locke, you think you're better than Locke? And okay. Jefferson well, actually, and the rest of the actually there is. We have tried to educate the people by uh, the re-inhabited books. The one is the Truthful History, Volume One. Volume Two is the the story of the re-inhabitation. Uh, if you take them. If you order them and read those, you'll understand where we stand. And also, if you go to our national website, republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org, there's many things there that will help you understand, and we're not playing dress-up. No, no, no. No, there are many things that are confusing. I've also taken a look at the books that are on Amazon. They seem to be good books, but you're offering them for like 22 bucks a piece. People who do not know, who are not convinced about the, the uh, legitimacy of your republic, they're not going to... Uh, except out of curiosity, we'll spend twenty-two dollars. Well, Again, Joe, to- on that one, Joe, I got me and you. We don't very rarely disagree, but I have to disagree with you on you. You know, people can piss okay. away twenty-dollar bill at McDonald's and, and kill themselves with poison. You know, and they can right. take a twenty-dollar bill and uh, spend. You know, probably well, I'm not saying they don't. Know? They can't afford it. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that this, if you want people to join the republic, you have to convince them that it's worth their while. Well, if they truly are on... in that level that they can't afford it, if they truly, truly can't, there's people no, no, out there no, that I'm will probably give can. it to them for free. But most people can today, Joe. They got money. They got the laptops. Not... They got the brand new phones. You know, so you know they can afford it. <laughs> I'm not saying they can't afford it. What I'm saying is the stumbling block isn't the money. The stumbling block is whether or not they want to spend the money on something which well, they don't know yeah, anything well, about. That's a choice. And yeah, then if somebody yeah. says, well, in order for you to find out about us. Spend the money. It's like Herman Cain. Well, and, it's kind of uh, hard to you know go over two hundred plus years of history in a two-hour podcast show, too. You know, so you don't, <laughs> no, but you no, but you have a free guideline to help people understand. Again, it's always about credibility. Yeah, okay. It's about credibility. It's not about. It is not about that's the Joe. obligation of the people All right, time to out, time find out, time out, out Joe, hang on, time out, time out. Governor okay. Henning, you want to say something to Joe? Hang on one second, Joe. Hang on. Governor Henning, go ahead. want to say something? If you go to the library you know, and you can get on the Internet and you can read, tell your heart's content on the national website, there's so much there that will right. help educate you and your children. True. Yeah, right, right. And um, I'm just curious. I, I'm just curious if any of you have read uh, the Spirit of the Law by Montesquieu. I think it's a really important um, early document. While it's not American, it's uh, very important to understand how laws in this country yeah. work. Yeah. Has anybody read that Spirit book? Read that? Anybody? Uh, there's Locke, there's Montesquieu, there's um, there's a bunch of political philosophers who would be very very helpful. The thing is, it's not about the history lesson. It's about letting people know that what you say is true. Now, the history lesson is important, but if you keep dwelling on history, 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 and you have meetings about You'll history, get lost. history, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the important point. Where does your authority come from? Explain it. Well, it comes from the people, people, ultimately. It comes from the people, ultimately. And then now you have to revert back to history. This is what the founders set out to do when they gave us our republic. You see, but we've lost our way. 
we lost our way. And now that people are enticed by this new world, new age, new sure, uh, way of doing things. You know? Of course. So, so but they still why, want to know. So my, my question you know, is, Joe, I think where does that authority come, come from? Where in the Joe, this gentleman has a question, I guess. Go ahead, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my, my, uh, Gibson, I, I, I did initially call you to troll you, but, you know, I'm actually a student of politics, so I'm, I'm, I'm quite interested in the discussion. I got a ghost in. But, um, you know, it seems to me like a lot of y'all are putting the cart before the horse, so to speak. Um, and I mean that in the politest way possible. Um, I don't think if people are educated on the history, and there are many good groups out there that are actually working um, their butts off trying to get that history out there about the founding period, the um, books and the thinkers that inspired it. Um, My whole take, just to sum it up so you can get on to other calls, has been that you can rehabilitate the past. It's been done with Aristotle. They're teaching Aristotle in uh, classical liberal schools now that are leaning conservative, Grove City College, Hillsdale College. Etc. And um, that's primarily because of work done by scholars in the 1970s and 80s um, on the right. So I think it's a little bit silly, and the general public is going to view it as a little bit silly and as adult dress up, as I said. If you guys run around and say, oh, I'm the governor of this, I organized the state militia. I did this, I did that, here are my titles. It seems a little bit like Ugandan warlord silliness. If that makes any sense. Okay. Anybody, so, uh, somebody want uh, who? Joe, you want to make a comment on there, or Governor Henning? Somebody, one person at a time. Yeah, I'll make a comment on that. Um, what he's saying is absolutely correct. I don't know him, but um, it's absolutely correct. You guys are not clear. Since you're not clear, you do appear to be dress up. You have these titles of governor and justice but no authority to back it up. And then you keep saying, well, we're holding the seats vacant for you. And then you don't explain properly how do you do that and where the authority comes from. What you need, Joe, when you have a meeting, I don't know if you take over. Whoever takes over has to be like me when you and I went through the grilling. They have to get specific answers right then and there and move on to the next logical issue. Because otherwise, okay. all of this is going to be revisited over and over and over. True, again. true. I do see that point. Okay. Um, Governor Henning, you want to say something there, Justice Waters? Well, I'm just Somebody? trying to... Uh, yeah, I'd like to say work. something about that, uh, Joe. All right, go ahead then. How about you, Sarge? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, it's like what, I'd like to uh, kind of uh, glom on to what Joe just said. Uh, with a subject that's near and dear to my heart, that is the citizen militia and the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms and the right of free association. Now, the people retain the right to keep and bear arms. That's clear from reading the Second Amendment. They need no authorization from any governor or the state to form a militia or, or whatever to keep and bear arms because that's an inherent right. They also have the right of free association. You are free to associate with anybody with your arms and call yourselves any organization that you wish. That is a right you have that is clear as a bell. But it is also clear as a bell in reading the Second Amendment that the citizen militia that's mentioned in the Second Amendment, independent of the people's inherent right to keep and bear arms and freely associate with whomever they want to with their arms, is that it is necessary to the security of the free state. Meaning, I think, 
The state has to have some say-so in how it's directed, organized, trained, and used, and what authority it acts under under state auspices. Now, a lot of people, you know, kind of bristle at the notion that they have to answer any authority with regard to being in a militia. But I'm talking about a Second Amendment militia and a Second Amendment. I think that's what the gentleman is speaking about when he talks about people playing dress-up. Uh, and and, oh, no, and, and I think not I can refer it rather clearly when you talk about the militia, because the militia, in the meaning of the Second Amendment, at least to me and every scholar I've read that I respect, is that the Second Amendment must be answerable to state authority for the security of the free state. Okay. My brother, okay. All right. um, I think you got me twisted there a little bit. I'm a very strong supporter of the Second Amendment. I think people should be able to own any firearm under the sun and um, essentially not have to pay. I don't mean pay for it. Obviously, they have to go in and buy it. But um, I am totally pro-Second Amendment and people owning and um, the not owning but having the right to bear arms. Um, otherwise, okay, okay, all right, all right. He, if he did, then we apologize for that. Uh, well, we got to get to closing thoughts <laughs> here. So, everybody, uh, t- uh, two minutes. Everybody uh, that was on the call, two minutes, closing thoughts, and then we'll uh, pray us out if Mr. Binder is still there. Um, uh, uh, okay, uh, so, uh, let's see where we go. Um, so who's 765? Who is that? That's me, uh, that's but, Roger. Okay, Roger, closing thoughts. We'll move, start off with you. Go ahead. Yeah, just to answer a couple of questions with one comment here. Where does the power come from? The power and the authority comes from the people. That's why we have a Second Amendment. That's why the founders put that there. The the ultimate power and the ultimate authority come from the people, and the people are the state. So who has the ultimate power and authority? The people of the state. It doesn't come from the government. It comes from you, the people. And that's why we constantly say we need you to become a part of us so you can delegate the power and the authority to the government. That's what the Constitution is there for. It's from we the people. It's always the people of the republic that have the power and the authority. Nobody else does. I yield. Thank you. Uh, Mike, you want to say something here? Yeah, uh, a couple things. Um, well, uh, the judge said it pretty good there, Judge Waters. Thanks. That was that was well stated. My dad was standing on my shoulders and heard the judge, and he, he, his question was if that requires a majority rule rule of the people. If each state, if each state has um, the majority of the people desire to have um, the the to change the status quo to a um, a legitimate uh, de jure, right, government, that they might, if the people, the majority of the citizens of, of that state should have the power over the ones that are opposing. Right. Right. So this question, I guess, judges, you know, and I think it's answered by the, you know, by the thirty thousand, if I'm not mistaken. But what 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 is the, what is it in terms of being able to change a sovereign state over to where it has nothing to do with the fact of government? It's just a de jure government. Like what requirement? What amount of people? What percentage? What percentage? Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand comes in. Thirty thousand. 
Right, so they're saying to that, to that, 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 that when there's 30,000 people in a state that all agree to vote on that, that that's what the requirement is, 30,000. And yes. you say that requirement, that, I think I heard once that that comes from the, the Northwest Ordinance. Ordinance, that, that, yes, yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. correct. Right, so well, that, that figures them. How come? Hold on, hold on, Pop, because that was your question. I wanted to just comment on the militia issue, which the judge pretty well hit. Um, Sarge was right. I think Sarge and I had a slight difference of opinion to some degree, um, although I applaud and respect his view on the militia. Um, but when the caller made the comment about, you know, uh, just, you know, I got the impression he was talking about, in other words, people trying to think they're somebody because they got titles or whatever. Um, the, the, the notion of the militia um, or even um, the people putting forth an effort to organize, because my big thing is all about the fact that um, the militia has a wrong connotation to it to begin with, to the extent that people think it's a bunch of good old boys in the backwoods with gar- uh, guns that are going to commit sedition. Ultimately, the, the people are the militia, period. It's the people that make up the militia. So to me, it, it's a smart thing for the people to have a structured, organized way of organizing community to community with a point man, a coordinator, somebody in every county that's putting on gun safety training and target practice and working you know, in friendly conjunction with their constitutional sheriff so that there is – you know, a ready-to-go people, you know, posse comitatus even, to be, you know, uh, deputized by the sheriff who are already trained and, and ready to go. That makes sense to do that. Um, and then as far as the only area where I might – I don't know if, if Sergeant and I actually disagree or not. We'd have to discuss it in more detail. But I'm certainly of the position that we can't – first of all, that the, 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 um, the state National Guard is not the militia. They might – state – States might say, "Oh, that's the militia." That's no, not. We, the know that. we know that. We know that. We know that. Yeah, right. we, we're so in agreement on that. Right. Well, again, this is just my response kind of to the caller that made the comments. And and to, you know, the final point I'll make is that obviously, you know, what if you have a communist governor? You know, um, there needs to be a system in place by the people, we the people who are the militia, that have a structured, organized system in place, which is what I've been working towards uh, manifesting, which which has never been done before. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I yield. Yep. RighteousArmy.org, that's correct, You're absolutely correct. Uh, Zoom meetings every Wednesday, 6, 6 o'clock p.m., and Sunday, 6 p.m., 6 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, okay, uh, move down the line here. Joe, you want closing thoughts here? I don't know if Joe left. I guess he must have left. I'll uh, my closing thoughts. Uh, okay, go ahead. Closing thoughts, go ahead. Yeah, my, my closing thoughts are, Joe, I'm – Really happy that you invited me down to Gold's Gym to snort coke. Yeah, okay, yep, goodbye, 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 goodbye. I guess you're going to make a smart-ass comment here at the end because uh, I never invited you down to Gold's Gym, so I had to cut you off there. Okay, buddy? All right. Uh, okay. Boy, oh, boy. They'll go 15, 20 minutes just to get me, huh? Uh, okay. Joe, let, me let me say something on your behalf. Let me say something on your behalf real quick. Even if you did snort cocaine at a, at a gold gym, which that could be an outflat lie from the guy, but even if you did, big fucking deal, buddy. Big <laughs> Maybe he did it then. He doesn't have nothing to do with it now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, just silliness. It's silliness, Mike. They like getting their kicks. Um, anyway, okay. Um, anybody else? Like Joe, I think, dropped. Um, uh, Sarge? Oh, I almost forgot Sarge uh, there. Yeah. Uh, who was your last <laughs> call that made those comments about the militia? Because I think I pretty much agree with everything he said. Particularly uh, about Mike, having Mike, structure. Mike Singer. Mike, Mike Singer. Yeah, I, I think he was pretty much spot on, uh, you know, about structure and having to uh, have someone act as a point man and be prepared to have an organization ready to offer its services to legitimate authority. But I'd just like to remind everybody, unfortunately, 
there's nothing in the Constitution that prohibits the people from electing a communist governor. The question is, well, is that communist governor that. giving lawful and constitutional orders? That's the question. And remember, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody has a duty to oh, obey Lord. any unlawful or unconstitutional order. So that should keep that in check. At least I would hope that would keep it in check in the event. Okay. We do get a communist governor that would subvert the people's proper will, like they had a communist mayor in New York with that de Blasio guy. Okay. Uh, Just Mr. for the Hanning, record, uh, Congress, oh, Congress has ruled that communism is not a viable alternative in politics. Check out U.S. Code 50. Okay. All right, guys, interesting discussion. Uh, Mr. Henning, i got to turn it over to you. I'm going to work now. I have to go do it. See, I'm down to my last one. I have to go work a 12-hour shift as a security guard. So that's how dedicated I am. I'm about 10 minutes late, so I might be in trouble tonight. So, uh, But, Mr. Henning, I'm turning it over to you. Everybody, good night. God bless the Republic. All right. Thank you, Joe, Mr. for Henning, turn allowing over. us okay. to use your platform. Thank you, sir. You know, America, you know, it's great to get together and we talk together and we try to work things out. Um, It's we the people that have to come together. There's so many different factions and thoughts on how we should return our republic. But your republic has been restored here for you, we the people. Um, I'm going to ask Representative Binder if you would close us in prayer, please. Did we lose? Yeah, you're still there. Mark, are you still there? Okay, we lost uh Let's see, we lost him. Uh, I want to go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time we can come together as human beings and people of this great country called America. This experiment that our founding fathers started uh, back in the 1700s, we believe that we have lawfully and peacefully re-inhabited This is your kingdom, dear Jesus, and we all go in peace and love from this point. Amen. God bless America. Praise God. Amen.